Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Rental Reaction Podcast. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it. We started doing these in 2020. Thanks to the folks at Rental. Uh, we did one on uh, the fill-in over at uh, Red Bull KTM and what the, they were going to do. And uh, we talked about how if there's something happened during the series, uh, we would get on it and try to get you guys an, an early podcast, a short one, uh, and some uh, some opinions and some thoughts on different topics. And after Anaheim 2, uh, there's plenty to talk about, of course, uh, I'm Steve Mathis. Renthal, the winning brand in manufacturing design for the last half century. Renthal also continues to lead the world to the very top level of sport, amassing more championship titles than all the competing brands combined. Renthal's records are unsurpassable with over 222 U.S. titles and 213 world titles. Thanks to the hard work, dedication, and detail, and the Renthal factory has been helping world-class riders achieve their championship goals since the beginning in 1969. So thanks to those guys for coming on board. Renthal.com. Uh, very exciting times for the folks at Renthal. You've all seen the fat bar. You've all seen the twin wall bar. Of course, it all started with the 7 eighths bar, but there's something new out there for the folks at Renthal. And before we talk about Dylan Ferrandis and Christian Craig and Dylan Ferrandis. And Jet Lawrence, uh, let's dive into some stuff at Renthal. Of course, like I said, I'm Steve Mathis with me on the line from Renthal. It's Paul Parabinos. What's up, Paul? What's up, Steve? How's it going? Oh, uh, there's lots to talk about, Paul. <laughs> there is. That was an action-packed Anaheim, man. There was, uh, I mean, we had a, I, obviously we had a lot happening on Friday with Renthal, but then on Saturday, the racing action, well, I guess the 250 main stole the show, but, um, yeah. but lots happened, and uh, yeah, we're going to try to break it down for you, I guess. Yeah, there's my, look, you're not in the media, you know, you're you're a, a, a former factory mechanic like myself, and you're not in the media, and you're, you, you know, you're somewhat of a profile uh, guy in the industry but not like me my twitter all day long has been people just raging with each other just arguing non-stop wow. i just i want you people to detach me from all of your anger <laughs> towards each other so um it's funny this is the stuff that gets people going man this and this is what in 2020 parabinos this is what whether it's fox or cnn political parties or celebrities or tmz this is the shit that gets people going man this stuff right here yeah you know what you're right and, and i mean that it is the state of our kind of kind of our country and our culture to debate 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 and and, and twitter is the is the platform for that right so yeah. um it's all fueled by social media because now everybody in the world can can express their opinion and have it be seen so um yeah i mean we'll get into <laughs> what went down but um but yeah, that's that's where yeah. we're at. So I'm I am glad I do not see that. I had I do not read Instagram comments or or any of that. I just kind of hit see my mentions. So I'm not getting all of that. Is he just getting <laughs> torn apart or what? Oh yeah, oh yeah. For the most part, it's 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 eighty twenty. Ferrandis must be strung up and lit on fire. Uh, oh boy. Yeah, but uh, hey, we'll get more into that in a second. But uh, Renthal, big deal for you guys. As I said, there's the fat bar. And there's the twin wall that you guys uh, came out with and blew everybody's minds with. While you're trying to do it again, the Renthal Fat Bar 36, uh, you debuted this thing on Friday before Anaheim won at the brewery across the street from the stadium. And Kenny Roxon won on this bar the week before, which I'm kind of pissed. I don't know if you were there standing with all of us. I'm kind of pissed I didn't see photos or knew about this because I like to pride myself on kind of knowing what's going on. And um, you know, you they, Honda slash photographers slash the mechanics on the team slash people on the team did a good job of hiding this thing. But um, take us through us, Paul. Uh, take us through the idea of this Renthal Thirty Six and, and what it's all about. 
Yeah, yeah. So uh, brand new handlebar. It's actually been in the works for over five years. Um, so obviously, I'm new at Renthal. So I, I kind of feel very blessed and fortunate they've given me this. Uh, I, this I've been used this analogy once or twice. So I think it's funny and it's good. But uh, I feel like they've given me a Ferrari just to drive through the pro pits and show everybody. Um, so yeah, a, a long time in the making. Over you know, a brand new machine was purchased and tool that took over 12 months alone just to figure out how to, how to bend this thing. And, um, you know, lots of different, uh, testing and, Mm -hmm. and, and, and trial and error went into, to arriving at the product that we have now to share and sell to the consumers. Um, so it it all starts with a brand new material that Renthal has, uh, developed exclusively for this ball. We're calling it Zerillium. It's a new registered trademark name. Um, and it's a mix of copper, zinc, magnesium, and aluminum. Uh, the material itself is inherently 20% stronger than anything else that we've ever used in, in our handlebar range. So um, in speaking with our race teams, it's really our, our handlebars are at a strength um, that, you know, level that, that they don't really want to be increased or see increased, mm-hmm. right? Because then then when you get into a big crash, you kind of you almost see what happened to Adams and Cirillo at, uh, at Las Vegas. The handlebar, for the most part, wasn't in bad shape but it ruined the triple clamps and ruined the bar mounts. So yep. um, if you go any stronger, that's what happens, you know, to whatever kind of, whatever brand triple clamp or bar mount you have. So you start tearing up stuff that costs more money and takes longer to change. So, so all the focus went into stripping all the, uh, the weight out of it. So it's an extremely thin walled handlebar. Um, it's about 240 grams lighter than our current fat bar, which was already the lightest handlebar, um, lightest motorcycle handlebar or motocross handlebar I should say so um we've reduced that by almost half a pound um and and it's a really big exciting product for us it's also under a new kind of sub brand at Renthal that we're calling R Works which uh, I've been using specialized S Works as the analogy for yeah. that to kind of put that in perspective for people so um yeah it's been it's all been developed through Honda. The first guy to ride with it was a Japanese test rider in Honda. Then the first American was Andrew Short. And the first guy to race with it was Ken Roxon. And, and he made it a winner in just a second try. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So uh, you need new mounts for this, um, for this bar, um, for people wondering. It's, what's, the, what's the size right now of, of a diameter of a, you know, of a, of a fat bar? 32? Yeah, so 32? old school. No, 28, actually. 28, so, okay. Old, yeah. yeah. Old school seven eight handlebar is twenty two point two millimeters. That's mm-hmm. what a grip is. Uh, you know a, a, the control area. That's twenty two point two. Then when you go to inch and eighth, as everyone knows it, that's actually twenty eight millimeters. And then this is thirty six millimeters. I can convert it convert it into American for you, but I no I, no that's I fine. I don't know that off the top of my head, but <laughs> I like I like um, when you're breaking it down for people who know. Like this is where we're at. We went from twenty two to twenty eight, and now we're at thirty six. Yep yep. So um and and that was you know Rental arrived at that kind of diameter just um through again testing and and to to get to the strength that you need to be comparable with the rest of our handlebar range you needed they needed to increase the uh you know the the clamping diameter so it tapers down like that it's very it's similar to like a mountain bike bar and Mm -hmm. a lot of people have said oh it's like an easton bar well it's very very different than an easton bar that was a heavy full aluminum handlebar that what had um shared concepts but but quite different it was also extremely rigid that bar so um, with Fat Bar 36, this is actually even more compliant than um, than our current Fat Bar. We're learning so, right. um, and I've also learned, you know, that flex is is really interpreted very differently from rider to rider to rider. So if you're a rider like you know Weston Pike, you're going to put a lot different flex on a handlebar than than say I would, right? Or it depends on your weight, your speed, your ability. So, but what we're finding from our test riders is that 
this handlebar delivers a more plush feel um, than our standard fat bar. Yeah, um, interesting because Chris Kiefer has got him on and he's going to try him. Uh, and I think he's tried him yesterday. So I'm going to talk to him for the pulp show tomorrow night. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about it too. But yeah, it's not. I, I got the thing from the, in the pits too. Oh, Easton tried that. Well, Easton went a little smaller than you guys did, and Easton didn't. I think put as much effort into the rest of the bar from the from the from the base of the bar on out that you guys have in in your in this new material and in the way that it's tapered tapered down. So. A um, lot more technology than just simply making it bigger and then, then you know, making it on the end smaller. Yeah, so. I, I mean, there's so much science in a handlebar, and I've learned so much in my short time at Renthal already. And, and nobody, no other brand comes close to the to the testing and and like engineering and and just the 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 mm-hmm. you know the laboratories that Renthal has. And you know, I've seen them firsthand myself. Like, there's so much science that goes into the handlebar, and a lot of smart people have worked on it. And I'm just trying to become educated on it about it all so I can share it with everybody and break it down into terms that, you know, our customers can understand. Um, well, it's light. It's light. I'll tell you that. Holy smokes. When really I picked light. It up. Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. boy. So, um, yeah, it should be interesting. Uh, 80 bucks for the mounts, 180 for the bar. Uh, this is part of the R-Works um, deal. This is the elite of the elite, basically, for handlebars and mounts, right? This is kind of what you guys are, sh- are shaping it as and, and, and selling it as. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I mean, we don't want to only produce products that are at, you know, at the highest price points or whatnot. But I, at the same time, we have to continue to evolve and push the boundaries and, and, and evolve, you know, evolve handlebars. So and, and Renthal wants to be at the forefront of that. So mm-hmm. um, I think that it should have a halo effect on the rest of our brand, the rest of our products. You know, when you see that a company can make the best of the best and they're in front of everybody, every other brand, then I think um, you feel confident shopping in a price range within that brand yeah. as well. So Yeah. Well, I mean, as I, as I went off the top, you've got the seven eights bar still trucking along. You've got your fat bar still trucking along, twin wall, you know, so uh, a lot of options and a lot of price ranges and a lot of ideas for people who are in the market for a new bar. So it's exciting times for you guys. And and like and take, can Kenny winning is pretty cool. That's, 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 it is uh, cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And like I said, I'm still pissed that I never really kind of got a whiff of this thing. Um, <laughs> we're we're actually super proud of that because yeah, photographers and and you know you and Kiefer and Vital and everybody is so in tune these days. Um, we've actually been anodizing Fat Bar 36 to look like our standard Fat Bar. We've given Team Honda a bar pad you know because the bar pad is a little bit different because a different diameter bar but we've given them a special one that makes it look like our old bar pad to conceal (laughs) it from you guys to try to keep this secret all the way to the end so so um and yeah we succeeded it sounds like so yeah rental.com for more information on that this is the rental reaction show uh rental.com a fraction of a second a few grams a couple of millimeters it all counts welcome to the winning world of rental all right uh on craig uh, results, Ferrandis wins the race. Craig was in second, of course. Uh, poor Jet Lawrence. Ferrandis gets uh, probation, which, uh, good God, uh, the number of people that have been put on double secret super probation by the racers, by the AMA slash FIM over the years is is uh, pretty ridiculous. So I'm not really worried about that. The, the move itself, though, Paul, and you've raced at a high level, the move itself, I mean, basically my take is he, it was greasy. He didn't mean to do that. He needed to wait and and pass him somewhere else. There was no spot for a pass there. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, I, I've obviously raced at a fairly high level, and I've raced for money, right? I mean, I was a 15 year old kid in the A class, and and I was racing for my rent money in college. So it's 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 kind of relative, I guess. These guys are racing for fifty, sixty, seventy, eighty grand on a, on a Saturday night, but 
But um, I mean, I would imagine going through Dylan's head, he got another bad start. He's got he has uh, the people behind him that he needs to beat in the championship that are behind him, right? Mm-hmm. Cooper and, and Forkner were behind him. Um, and I imagine he was feeling a, a huge sense of urgency to get by Craig and try to get after Jet Lawrence and win the race. Um, but no debate in my mind at all. That was a very poor judgment call. <laughs> there was there was no room there. Yeah. If Christian wasn't there, he's going into the, into the fucking mechanics uh area like he went in there so hot and and i'm all for aggressive racing like i think you know you and i talk we have a group text and jt's on it we and and dan and we talk about racing all the time and i think i give people a pretty long leash when it comes to aggressive racing because i like it you know i I think i think when it's low speed stuff and it's in turns or even you know moving over on somebody 10 feet out of the starting gate that's all fine to me but when you're in third gear going pretty damn fast like that was just dangerous and Uh, and a horrible judgment call on his part i agree with you totally here's the thing where i'm where people are losing me like it wasn't dirty per se like like okay a t-bone is like i'm gonna knock you down i'm gonna get you i'm gonna knock you down i'm gonna take you out this i don't think dylan wanted to do that obviously he went down as well so I don't think Dylan was like, "Hey, I'm going to T-bone you." I'm going to. I think he thought I could get again. Wrong decision, wrong move, all of that. But he was thinking, "I'm going to sneak in here and shut and cr- shut the door on Craig, and then we're going to come to like a we're going to touch, maybe both bobble, and then I'm going to be in front. And if that had worked, no problems. The intent wasn't dirty. It just ended up dirty. It ended up bad. It ended up all of that. But you do you know what I mean? You know, you know the difference I'm talking about. Yeah, I mean, because you you have to imagine when he's over the finish line in the air, he sees the opportunity. He sees Christians going to the outside, so he's like, "Okay, here's my spot." And and it's like when anybody's driving a car and and you accidentally run a red light, and you're like, "Fuck, man, I should have stopped." I was like, "That was bad." That's kind of in my mind what happened. And um and yeah, Christian obviously got the real wrong end of the stick there, and he you know he yeah. there could have been in- injuries, but I don't think I don't think Craig obviously went in there to say, "Hey, I'm gonna fucking break this guy's leg." I don't think Dylan, or I'm I mean, sorry, Dylan, Dylan, yes, Dylan. Right. Yeah. I don't, I don't think that was his intent at all. It was just a, yeah, it was a very poor judgment call that, that ended up being pretty catastrophic. And then it's, it's French versus the, well, the that, kid that yeah. lives 10 miles <laughs> from angel stadium. Right. So um, yeah, that didn't help. Um, that doesn't help. I, I said this on Twitter today. If you reverse the roles, there's no way there's as much outrage. I mean, Craig, then Craig would be in the wrong and it was a bad move by Christian. And all of that, but there's the, part of it is because Dylan is French and he took out Christian Craig, Southern California legend, hero. So yeah, all of that. And but and I was fired up about it too, right? Like yeah. I was, I was kind of pissed at the moment too because we were, we were, it was a great race, and and I'm friends with Christian, and and it's not even that. I was just like, holy shit, like he blasted him, and it was, yeah, it was just too, it was too high speed. It was way too gnarly. Yeah, he needed, he needed to wait. He needed to, he would have got by Christian. I firmly believe that. I think we all know that he just needed to wait and find a better spot and 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 do it then. The, what like yeah, I don't really know like what what okay, what would have been a how would he have pulled that off, Paul? Christian would have had to <laughs> screw up in that corner, right? I mean, Christian wanted to make a mistake going to the outside so Dylan could shut the door on him and and show him his back fender. That's how it would work. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess he. In Dylan, in his head, he thought, "Oh, I'm close enough to where I'm gonna be. I'm gonna have a wheel on him, and he's gonna have to shut off." Yeah, yeah. But dude, that <laughs> I, that section was too fast for that. Yeah, like yeah. there was, there was even if even if he did have a wheel on him, there was no 
there would have been a no time to stop. Well, Dylan you know, was it, sliding, it, right? Dylan was sliding on the on the on the dirt. Like, yeah, yeah, I mean, honestly, you know, what it kind of reminded me of, and and maybe this is it's. I guess it's it's the closest example I've, I had. But do you remember when Tomac and and Dean were fighting for the title in Seattle? After the finish line, they came together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like that. Yeah, a little bit like that. To yep. where Dean was on the outside, he was yep. wide open, accelerating. Tomac just came in and and made contact. And, and Tomac escaped that no problem. Like you know, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And Dean's the one that that was shoulder right. He did his shoulder there. That was right. that was when he popped his shoulder out right. and ultimately ruined the chances of the title and ruined his outdoor defense. Right, right. Der- derailed his career for a while. Yeah. So, so. you know, I but even that. Yeah, even that would have been dirty if, if that if Ferrandez hadn't gone down and Ferrandez had pulled that move, we'd still be throwing our arms up. And that, yeah, you know what I mean. Like that was still a little yeah. greasy. That was greasy for sure. Um, for sure. You know, I look at like, did you did you have any problem with Osborne on Adam and Adam on Osborne and all of that last week? No, right? Um, no, no. Did no, you have any? Was... Did you have any problem with Dylan on Jet before the triple triple? I did not either. Nope, me either. He right. just dove it in there. Like, yeah. yeah, that was that Jet, was racing. Jet went outside to triple, and that's why a section yep. like that is awesome. You want to go outside and triple? Go ahead, but here's what could happen. Um, yeah, absolutely. So I'm all for all that stuff, but yeah, this was greasy. This was a bad judgment call on him, but it wasn't like – I don't think Dylan's like, hey, I'm going to F this guy up right here. You know, like no. a freeze on Pike or numerous other passes we've seen at LCQs. You know? Like a pike on freeze, you mean? <laughs> well, no, no, uh, yeah. Well, no, freeze did that to pike when he be- got beat down. Oh, that's right. I forgot yeah. he did. Yeah, yeah. freeze. Yeah, yeah, freeze yeah. just went to the outside of the corner. I'm going straight, and I'm taking on your yeah. front tire. So, yeah, and I, I mean, and there's history there, right? And I don't think there's any history between Christian and Dylan. No. And, and and I guess my example of Wilson and and Tomac, there was there's history there. Bit, like yeah. they were they were trading paint the whole beginning of the race. So, yeah, um, yeah. I, I I mean, it's. Uh, we all make mistakes, and I think the Dylan made a mistake. He has to know that and has to admit that. Yeah, um, it was just a poor judgment call that ended up really bad. But, and um, but I agree with all that. But it wasn't dirty. Do you know what I mean? It turned out dirty, but it wasn't like Dylan was being dirty. It was just a bad decision that ended up, you know, really hurting Craig and all that. But he's got to be smarter. He's got to be smarter because he took himself down. But it, I just. I feel there's a slight difference between that and uh, some of the other stuff we've seen pulled by guys who are just trying to take you out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I think like uh, Alessi on Tickle at yes. Atlanta. Right. That yeah. that was that was dirty. Very right, dirty. Right, right. There was no chance no, there. There no. was no chance. Where this, I think, this was a very bad judgment call, and it's bad for many reasons. Right. Not just not just because it's bad. It's high speed. You can injure. You can injure somebody. But it's bad. Like what if what if it ripped the cal- the front caliper off his off his fork or something right and he dnfs the race yeah, yeah. like there that was just a poor decision on his part and he's extremely lucky that he was able to get up the bike wasn't yep, yep. you know messed up like he's very very fortunate very yeah, lucky he yeah. could have pissed away a title that night absolutely that. yeah and generally speaking when you attempt to do something and you end up on the ground it was a bad decision so i, I dylan dylan owned it you know he owned it he got booed though holy smokes parabino so i haven't heard that for a while so somebody brought up on twitter uh RC when he took down Pastrana at Indy, he didn't even really take Pastrana down. Uh, I brought up RC getting booed when he had the crown on at U.S. Open, but at U.S. Open, it hasn't. I haven't heard booing like that for a while. <laughs> I haven't either. And I, I mean, I was at that U.S. Open when Ricky came out with the crown on when he was just went to Honda, and yeah. I, I even think I might have been at that Indy with Pastrana and Carmichael, yeah. but the, it was loud, dude. It was really loud. <laughs> it was I, loud. I mean. 
they clipped his interview, I think, at one point just because, I mean, it was heavy. And, and, whew, yeah. Yeah. But, um, and, and, and and also, too, like, Christian is a friend of everybody's. Uh, you know, he's a very media friendly guy and he's a very popular guy with a lot of people. So last week, you know, he's had two crappy years. He comes out, uh, you know, comes out of the A1 swinging, does well. Now he crashes out last week, this week, innocent bystander and gets thrown out and de- like, man, he must feel like things are just raining down on him, you know, like he, poor Christian Craig a little bit. Yeah, I mean, like, like he's shot out of the gate. He had such a great start. He's in the front. I mean, his teammate gets him in the whoops of all places. I don't think I've ever seen Christian <laughs> been passing the whoops. And but then he's like, OK, I'm, I'm here still. I, I, he has a shot at the podium. And yeah, it just got. Yeah, just got hammered and got up and couldn't finish, obviously, because of some damage. So, yeah, uh, yeah, it sucks. Are you are you fine with probation and a fine if he does it again? I mean, like I said off the top, like big deal, like whatever. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I I don't want our sport to become so, so uh, I'm trying to think of a a PG rated word for this, but (laughs) but um, I I got it. Right. you know what I mean? Like, I kind of believe in frontier justice. Like, I don't think he should have his win taken away or anything. Right. Like, yeah, it was yeah. a horrible move. But, but in my mind, and between those guys, and they should know that. Hey, Christian owes you one. Yep. And yep. if the opportunity comes up, blast him. Why not? Right? <laughs> yeah, because, I agree. I agree. I mean, and he because he owes him one at this point. That was a horrible move. But no, I don't think you can. I think you really start to change the way our sport and, and everything about our sport, the way the history and and how it's viewed and mm-hmm. and so many fans and you know it is sometimes a contact sport it just needs to be done with etiquette yeah and and all the etiquette went out the window with that move there so yeah yeah i think osborne does it well and and gets it and he doesn't have a problem getting past either he's like yep that's that's part of the sport it's it's pissed people off a little bit but that's i like that i mean andrew short rode that way too i never felt like andrew short ever got dirty hard yeah aggressive but i liked it yes hard aggressive i think that's good motocross racing good old school motocross racing you just you know but when you get into cross jumping and when you get into these high speed t-bones or you know that's there's no place for that and and yeah so i'm totally cool with the probation if he does it again then yeah there needs to be something majorly done to him hey and ultimately dylan's move could cost him the title here because uh you know he craig could dispense some justice to him and yeah so Dylan's move could have a lot of consequences here. So, uh, you know, I don't want to see anybody from Star Yamaha throwing their arms up if, if, if Craig gets a chance to put, put, put Dylan on the ground. Well, just think, you know, so probation is, is a thing now, right? So what if we go down to Vegas and it's an Osborne on Savachi thing and Dylan does that to somebody? That could ultimately take the win from him because then yep. it's like you're, yeah. you're, a, you're a two-time yeah. kind of, hey, way over the line kind of, right. you know, fel- uh, you know, felon, offender, I guess. Offender, yeah. Offender, offender, right. offender much better word. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so yeah, um, you know, he has to be mindful of that. And, yeah. and it was just a poor decision on his part. Um, and now people have been sending me the, the uh, video of Craig blasting Troll Train in practice, which was dirty and greasy. Um, you know, but that doesn't, that doesn't, doesn't make it right for what happened. To yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I, I think that one's very, I think that one's different a little bit. I mean, uh, I thought it was much more low speed and I think, I think troll just, I don't know if he was on the gas and he, his little hands lost hands of the clutch and, and made him gas it off the berm. I think that made it look much worse than it is. I think this one is, uh, definitely a couple degrees gnarlier than, yeah. than the Craig, Craig one on. 
on on Amart. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and again, but that doesn't that doesn't mean like oh, Christian's not like Christian was innocent in this situation. You know, it doesn't mean that Ferrandez's yeah. move is okay. It doesn't. That, none of that means that. no. And and I don't understand how people draw like, like who those two guys aren't thinking about that moment no, no. by like in the heat i mean give me a goddamn break some right. of the things people love to bring but that's that's internet and that's social yeah, media yeah. and you can always you know what i mean so yep, for sure 100%. people are always going to bring up your past and uh and poor jet lawrence broken collarbone uh out for a while and uh yeah um went down hard while had a, like a nine second lead and then you know, Dylan comes in and hits him, and yeah, it was exciting at the old ballpark. That's for sure. Dude, um, what a yeah, Jet, what a night. I mean, Jet was not scared after he got up. It's just, no, I mean that kid is. He made a hell of a bunch of fans that night, and and, yeah. and you gotta just like how exciting is this kid's future? I, I just as a fan, like I mean, I was at my parents' house today, and and me and my parents were like, hey, that kid is gonna be something. Yeah, and yeah. and and because I mean, his his just uh, kind of acceleration at like uh just recent acceleration and progress i mean this guy was at loretta's he was at monster cup in the amateur class and all of a sudden he's he almost he was you know two turns away from winning a professional supercross and we're in january still yeah i mean i think his his progress is is so impressive so hopefully you know only a collarbone it looked like he hit his head pretty good too but a collarbone will heal up pretty quick hopefully you know, I think he's pretty young and resilient. I don't think it'll be a tick to his uh, confidence at all. I think he's gonna he's gonna leave. You know, get get his collarbone plated. I would guess and know that hey, he has the speed and the ability to win. And hopefully, yep. you know, he'll still have the opportunity to get one this year. Yep. And I think the the Ferrandis Craig thing is not done yet. I think we'll see something like else come out. You know, I, I think whether it's Craig or somebody, uh, yeah, Dylan Dylan's got to watch himself. But remember when Dylan first came on a couple years ago, man, he was parking some guys. He was parking yeah. some dudes, and I remember JT and I talking about it, being like, "This guy's got to be careful," you know. Yeah, he was kind of burning the wick a little bit too yeah. much, like yep. making a bit too much noise, and <laughs> yeah. and 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 like I said, I mean, I think there's there's an etiquette there, and and I think all these professional top level guys know that we're racing for lots and lots of money. Yeah, and but it needs to be done in a way that that. You know, there's just like there's practice track etiquette. There's there's etiquette to all of it, and and yeah, Dylan is pushing over that. He pushed over that way too much last night, and he was doing it a bit, you know, in the incidents that you were speaking about with JT. So yeah. um, he just needs to be a bit, bit careful from here yeah. on out, and just yeah. try to think of think on his head a little, feet a little bit better. Absolutely. Well, uh, yeah, I agree. I think we're on the same page in this one. This one's not going to resort into us yelling at each other. This Renthal reaction pod, but that, damn it, that, yeah, damn it, it will, it will sometime <laughs> down the line. Uh, Renthal dot com Renthal reaction podcast Renthal thirty six Fat Bar. Out, uh, people can get it next week, I guess, from what I gather. Uh, like at yeah. the end of next week, I think it'll be in dealers. Yeah, I think the end of next week. So all yep. the product um, to like our big distributors in the U.S., uh, Parts Unlimited and Tucker, was shipped at uh, Friday, the day of the launch. So um, I think by the end of next week, you can find it at your Tucker Rocky Parts Unlimited dealer or Rocky Mountain BTO or Motorsport Outlet. More information, Renthal.com. Thanks, Paul. All right. See you, Steve.